because it just provides so much insight into the way that your child learns. Everybody knows exactly where they're at and knows where they're going and so do parents. You're listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility. Kia ora This is Nairi Shepherd-Wills along with Sarah Whiting and this is the second part of our podcast series to support our Enable course on modern learning practice in the juniors. In our last podcast, we touched on the purpose of using modern learning practice and just the importance and value that it brings to our young learners. In this podcast, we want to further examine the possibilities that you can develop in your own setting. Sarah, in your experience, what have you found as possible? So for me, it's about building on what's already existing, um, taking those really good lessons from the early childhood. So if you were to see a picture in front of you or walk into the front door of an early childhood, what would the environment look like? There'd be, it would be busy, there'd be lots of activities happening, there'd be zones, there'd be children here, there and everywhere and um, adults interlaced into that. And so we want to do the same in our modern learning practice for our juniors. And what we mean by this is less is more in terms of furniture. You want to have a bit more space to move around. You do want to have some zoning as to what happens in purposeful spaces, but you want it to be owned by all. So no set places for children. They own the whole room just as much as you do and then they can integrate into that. It needs to be inviting too because you've got to think about who else is going to be in that space. So it's going to be the teachers, the learners, but also the whanau and parents and the community. And you want them to feel as much as part of that environment as possible. So my key messages around environment are to make it purposeful, flexible and adaptable but also really inviting and inclusive. It's really interesting, Sarah, in that the development of those environments has led to a lot more possibilities for teachers to collaborate together. And that looks different in lots of different settings. In some small schools, it's still often one teacher with maybe new entrants right through to year two in a classroom. But in some schools, there's been a lot more teachers working together, classes working together, and creating those flexible groupings within a school. The benefits of collaboration we could talk about for a a whole other series of podcasts, but one of the key things that I've found as a new entrant parent is just having different perspectives on my child, and that's once again a carryover from early childhood where my child worked with lots of different teachers and lots of other students as well. It's really um, important that you get those multiple perspectives because it just provides so much insight into the way that your child learns. And relationships, we know, is absolutely key for developing learning success. And so especially when there's a huge transition like starting a new school, that's so important. The other thing that collaboration among teachers then lends itself really nicely to is that developing of student agency. And that's really about children having the power to make learning decisions and to have some choice and voice in their learning. I've seen some junior schools doing this in really neat ways. Recently I received a Google form home from my child's school asking if I had any questions as a parent that they could address at their meet the teacher evening that's going to happen early in the year, which was really neat because it gave me a chance to have some input into things that I would like to know and will help make their session much more purposeful and meet the needs of all the parents and and the learners. So that choice for the children is just so important, following their interests, 
is so key and it's great to see that coming through in um, the primary school setting. What I loved about what you just said there, Nari, was it wasn't just about the the learner choice, but it was about the whole community that comes behind that learner. So everybody has a bit of a voice and everybody has a choice about what is the best thing for that learner, which I think is key to our modern learning practice. It's about hearing those voices and utilising what they say. And part of that for me is around making the learning transparent or visible learning, as John Hattie says, where everybody knows what's going on. So in early childhood, they use things like learning stories, which are in books that go home. Some people use blogs for that. Some people use apps. And I think that this thing that we can really engage in in our junior school is everybody knows exactly where they're at and knows where they're going. And so do parents. From my experience, it's been that parents get a little bit overwhelmed when it comes to knowing what the direction of the learning is and what it means to their child and so but making it as clear and as open as possible really helps and supports that and if you as a parent believe that your child is should be somewhere else in terms of their learning then having that opportunity to say that because you have as much of an insight into what happens for that child as the teacher does so I think that that's really important that we need to consider those sort of things in our junior schools um, and as a parent Nari do you feel that that transparency is really important for you too? Oh definitely that communication that um, whānau feeling that you get when you go into the school and you know that you're welcome and you know what's going on is just so important it's really great. So um, in our Enable course we're going to spend some time looking at the tools and resources that you can use to help you um, implement these modern learning pedagogies. You've been listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility.